Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. KCBS Radio, original podcasts. From KCBS Radio, I'm Chris Ancarlo, and this is Bay Current. And for today's episode, we are taking a hike. The afternoon sun softens through a canopy of redwoods glinting along silken spiderwebs running across a rushing creek connecting a boulder to one of the thousands of ferns carpeting a hillside that jolts upwards. In a word, it's paradise. We're out here in the redwoods right now along Webb Creek. It's a gorgeous day out. Steep ravine trail in Mount Tamalpais State Park is a well-worn path. This is a very popular trail with locals and uh, visitors from out of the area. But today it's virtually empty because, well, it's closed. A redwood crashed through a bridge during one of the storms and crews are now using this window to rebuild and redeck nine bridges right along the trail. If we don't update this infrastructure, we have public safety issues. We have environmental damage issues. Mike Nelson manages trails for California State Parks in the Bay Area. We've had significant impacts to Angel Island and the road infrastructure there. Old Poly State Historic Park is closed now because of the failure on Redwood Boulevard. Yeah, this winter was historic. We are bracing for some heavy rain and gusty winds in the next hour or so. It's already very saturated. As I walk around here, I can feel my boots kind of squish into the hillside. We are watching history unfold with the severe weather on the way and the worst is yet to come winds last night peaking at by one estimate 101 miles an hour in the north bay mount tam stood right in the firing line of all those atmospheric rivers a state park spokesman tells me at the height of the winter more than 100 parks were closed statewide more than 80 though have since reopened. The department is still assessing damage and coming up with cost estimates. When you recover and rebuild, is it one season? Is it one year? Or is this a multi-year recovery? Uh, well, it's it's given the given the magnitude, it's probably going to be a multi-year recovery. Um, you know, at Mount Tampaya State Park, there's no one significant issue that is dominating, but there's just uh, accumulation of small damages that really they take time um, to repair given um, given the realities of resources and um, and then the workload that it takes to do the repairs like I mentioned here every every piece of lumber that's on this trail when we go down to the big bridge we we hand carried in steel beams um, kind of the middle of this trail which there's no really easy way to get there that that takes time to to respect the resources that are present here and still do a good job and build the correct infrastructure. These crews got to work rebuilding the trails in January and they had to push through some pretty difficult conditions. You said these crews were out here, rain or snow? 
Yeah, yeah, really the only thing that stopped us uh, from working out here were really high wind days uh, where, you know, um, there's <clears throat> uh, potential for, for tree fall or branch or limb failure. Uh, but yeah, the crew, the, the day we had snow on Mount Tam, the crew was out here working, um, building the bridges, uh, redecking bridges, hiking in, hiking out lumber. Um, yeah, they've worked on this project really since uh, the beginning of January. Um, so through all of all of the events that uh, everybody's witnessed, the crew's been out here in their rain gear and hiking along and working hard. And working hard was how I found Kate as she sanded the railings on one of the brand new bridges. Me and my coworkers have all like learned something new here, and also being able to see like this project that we all worked on and like so many hands that touched it, and like knowing that there's so many people that are gonna like come in and love it, and hopefully it'll be here for like tens of years. Um, I know it feels really like warm and exciting and nice seeing something like that. This is kind of the midway point of the trail. We're going to go down right to the next bridge. And then... Yeah, the midpoint, it's not really the midpoint, but for the purposes of lugging lumber and tools along the trail by hand, this is the line of demarcation. You can't carry further up or further down because the trail dives alongside a gushing waterfall at such an angle that continuing requires a climb up or a climb down a 12-foot ladder. And then there are the pieces of the puzzle that defy human strength. Each beam weighs over 1,200 pounds. We're, you know, two-thirds a mile uphill, uh, and you weren't going to carry 1,200-pound beams uphill. So we actually rigged them using grip hoist and wire rope down that slope there and then installed this bridge with, uh, with a high line. Mike and I walked down the trail over about half the bridges being rebuilt before we got to the big one, just about a mile and a half from the trailhead. Uh, this is, we call it bridge four. Uh, because it's the fourth bridge from the bottom um, and then this bridge is the bridge that failed during this winter's uh, storms um, and you know caused us to have to close the trail. Can you describe just how far up above the the water it is and maybe what some of the challenges were to building a bridge like this or rebuilding a bridge like this? Yeah uh, so it's it's about 10 feet above a pretty rocky fast-flowing creek so Obviously we can't work down in that area. Uh, so you have to take, taking the bridge apart to, to redeck it is really kind of a slow methodical process, board by board, handing stuff uh, to a crewmate and kind of chaining it off, if you will, uh, chaining off all the material. And then you have to install your uh, kind of resource protection measures and safety measures, you know, making sure folks are tied into something stable in case they do fall off. Um, and then we usually have some sort of uh, material or um, we call it a diaper essentially which goes underneath the bridge so if we drop something down you have to you catch it and bring it back so you're not dropping things into the creek that shouldn't be there. Yeah you mentioned that this was kind of an opportunity because of some of the damage to just go ahead and rebuild the entire trail right? Yeah yeah when the uh, uh, tra uh, trail bridge that failed during the winter storms um, caused essentially the trail to be closed. Um, it was an opportunity for us to, yeah, redeck, re-rail, repair all of the um, other bridges along the trail that, you know, hadn't seen maintenance and hadn't seen, uh, uh, essentially hadn't had a facelift um, in, in many years. Uh, and so we took that opportunity and we partnered with um, our cooperative association, Friends of Mount Tam, and uh, the Roots and Branches Conservancy, they helped fund this work um, you know, through fundraising, donations, and a uh, um, 
uh, def different mechanisms so that we could buy the material, fund the staff time uh, to accomplish this work. These crews weren't wanting for work. There was already a lot to be done before the wind started howling and the rain started falling. One of the challenges is we have our normal planned work. That requires a lot of labor like you've seen here. Um, well, in a winter like this, the unplanned work comes up. Responses are required. You have to stop what you're doing, reshuffle, you know, and then kind of replan your work on a on a day-to-day -day basis and really, you know, um, on an atmospheric river to atmospheric river basis. Your, uh, <clears throat> your workload and your work plan can change and you really have to shuffle and reprioritize re on the fly. Um, and that is a challenge. Some people may say, well, why not just uh, let it be? You know, if, if things fall apart, if the trail falls apart, just let it be. Um, or maybe not spend resources on this. What, what, what's your argument against those sort of viewpoints? Well, uh, if we weren't to repair this bridge, one, people are going to come here anyway. And so then you have a potential safety hazard for hikers and visitors alike. Like I mentioned, this is a well-traveled route by the public. This bridge is a good example of why the work is needed. It spans about 25 feet above a creek still swollen from months of record rain. You know, if the public was to try to cross this, they're going to have to scramble down rock faces and up vertical banks um, and really displace a lot, of, a lot of vegetation and soil, as well as potentially slip and fall on some of these, uh, uh, these slick rocks, which have really been worn um, by the high-velocity flows that come through in the winter. How many people were working this? Were they volunteers? Do they work for the state parks? Um, what other agencies are involved? Yeah, so we worked with uh, the California Conservation Corps, um, helped us with this project. That's a, a youth work program. Um, and we had upwards of 20 uh, CCC Corps members working with my uh, state parks 10-person crew. So at any one time, we had up to 30 people on this project carrying in uh, decking, railings, rigging bridge beams, uh, setting up uh, safety precautions, doing um, uh, rehab and maintenance of the trail. These crew members like Anthony are now getting a much needed break in the weather as the seasons turn. I'm building a puncheon at the moment. What is that? It's um, a very small footbridge. So uh, what's it been like working down here, back and forth up to the uh, top of the trail? Um, it's been steep, but it's also been beautiful. A lot of the sounds are really nice out here. Yeah. Seems like a pretty great office space. Definitely. I love it out here. And the love of this space is what drives these workers to build out the access, allowing for more people to be possessed by the magic of this trail deep in the redwoods and a stone's throw from the Pacific. We hope to wrap up uh, the last pieces of work and rehab by the end of this month, and then the trail will be open uh, to the public again uh, beginning of May. Uh, we'll update our, our website accordingly and, and get out notice accordingly. It's the management of nature, even when nature seems unmanageable. It's part of our mission and it's what we should be doing. Thanks to Mike and California State Parks for letting me tag along for a look at some of their work here at Mount Tamalpais State Park. Yeah, it's a pretty special place. This episode was co-produced by KCBS Radio's Mallory Samara. Subscribe to us on the Odyssey app and listen wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to see more of this story, you can follow me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at Chris Carlo. And yeah, I'm Chris Carlo. Thanks again for listening. Get out and enjoy the trails.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 